Do you know that feeling when everyone is talking about a movie that you haven't seen? Have you ever felt compelled to make some vague comments just so you can join in the conversation? Well, what if you were in too deep? Do you think you could convince everyone that you'd seen it? Or do you think your version would be so much better that no one would care? Here at Faking Movies, we're always the ones who haven't seen the movie. Anything you can do, I can do better. I can do anything better than you. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Oh, you can. Yes, I can. Yes, I can. Hey, welcome back, everybody, to Faking Movies. Seth is trying to burp into the microphone, and he can't do it. <laughs> it's almost this is amazing. I used yeah. it. I used it all up. <laughs> yeah, you used it all up in the pre in the pre show. You asshole. Um, so you're my asshole. Oh, uh, so that's so yeah. sweet of you. This uh, is Faking Movies. This is episode Haiti Hate. Eighty-eight. Forgot already. Uh, coming at you. Yeah. Oh, I definitely forgot. Um, I I am Lee. I think uh, I'm joined, of course, by my dear friend Seth, who can't burp. What's up, Seth? Hey, I'm good. I'm um, certainly alive. Uh, and let's throw it over to Zach. Must be nice. Uh, yeah. Now, uh, near death. We'll mm-hmm. see. I might live through the episode if all goes well. Mm-hmm. It's Fingers super crossed. fun too that you have to do so much heavy lifting up front, Zach. That's gonna be I'm great. Just, I'm staring yeah. at all the reading and talking that I have to do, and I'm just not psyched about it. No. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> well, anyway, before we get started, because um, we're this this might end up being a quick one, folks. Because Zach might actually be dying. He had a <laughs> little too much goof juice last night. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah. The juice uh, is too goofed. The juice was loose uh, <laughs> on the L.A. freeways in 1994. Um, oh, man. Real, just real low Zach tried on night. gloves all night. It was yeah. insane. <laughs> Al Cowlings was the there? bartender, oddly enough. Mm-hmm. Weird. Um, cool, cool. I don't know if he's still alive. Anyway, so... <laughs> Cuba Gooding Jr. plays me in the movie about last night. <laughs> <laughs> oh, like a Hertz car that needs to be ran to. Zach's <laughs> life is in shambles. I don't know. Um, OJ Simpson used to do Hertz commercials. That's that's what I was going for. Mm, yeah. Check yeah. out our website. Check out our Twitter. And check out our Instagram. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. movies. Hey. Hey, that was a hell of this? an intro we just did there. <laughs> yeah, thanks for calling that out. So, Zach, why don't you tell us a little bit more about what we're doing today? Yep. All right. Um, I'm Jesus doing Christ. Uh, a movie called In the Mouth of Madness uh-huh. um, with pretty reasonable cast. Uh, we got up top um, Dr. Sam Neill himself. Mm-hmm. Um, I think that one would pronounce this Jurgen Proshnow. Proshnow? Close enough. Okay. Yeah. yeah, who gives a um, shit? I put He's German. <laughs> sure. I put uh, Poor star Man's Dolph. Star of Das Boot. Yeah, Star of Das oh, Boot. Oh, fun. Uh, I put Poor Man's Dolph Lundgren to remind myself what his deal was. Yeah, um, yeah, really, but all right. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the face is similar. He's got very, very Scandinavian face, yeah. Yeah, Zach, yeah. you may also know him from Beer Fest. Yeah, he was the yes. old German man from Beer Fest. So. That was, when I looked up his picture, that was the hallmark that I had him. Yeah. The old German but, man um, that wasn't Donald Sutherland. Yeah, who inexplicably played a much older German man, but a younger yeah. German person than Cloris Leachman. Uh-huh. <laughs> Weird. Hey, this is our Beer Fest fan cast. That would be rules. <laughs> it is a, a consistent source of happiness. I have maybe seen that movie 75 times in Jesus my life. Easily, easily up there, yeah. Yep, it was always right. on Comedy Central when it I was, was in It was, it yeah. was, yeah. I did watch it a lot in edit. Yeah. <laughs> oh yeah, so that kind of ruins so it. So three and a half hours long. Hmm. <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Okay, so um, Sam Neill, Jurgen Prunchow, or however we're saying mm-hmm. it. Yeah, um, Bernie Casey. Baby mm-hmm. <laughs> Bernie Casey um, returning to the show. Yep, Bernie Casey. Yeah, what was he in before? Uh, they live. Sharky's Machine. Wasn't he in They Live too? Oh. Or was that somebody else? I don't think I don't he was know. in They Live. Yeah. But... Never mind. No, I'm I I'm mixing it up. Yeah, that was a different guy. Never mind. Okay. Um, forever grandmother Francis Bay. Mm-hmm. Um, exactly. Yep. Then, yep. yep. Grandma. <laughs> and then we have rounding it out confusingly Charlton Heston. Yep. Uh, yeah. Sure. Do. Of president, president of the NRA himself, Moses. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, you're not joking about Francis Bay. We when we were looking her up to to make sure you know that 
that Google didn't just bring you pictures from this movie. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Almost all of her credits are grandma, <laughs> grandmother, <laughs> old, like lady. old lady. Old lady. Yeah. Yep. Mm-hmm. It's yep. baffling. Got a case uh, I of think the old. Seth, before you get started, Zach, Seth does mm-hmm. have one more thing he wants to tell you about this movie. Oh, God damn it. <laughs> what is the thing I want to tell you about this movie? A oh. extra special cast member. Oh, we do have an extra cast member. <laughs> Uh-oh. We, okay. we thought when when <laughs> when we both realized this person was in the movie, I was like, oh, should we give this to Zach too? And Seth said, yeah, when we're recording. Mm-hmm. Yep. <laughs> I mean, as is customary, I yep. suppose. Yeah. And that and that person is Hayden Christensen. Oh, of Star Wars anti-fame? Yep. <laughs> yeah, and <Anakin laughs> okay. Skywalker himself. <laughs> yep. Oh yeah, right. And he's not acted in anything since then. Oh, uh, weird. Okay. He's he still acts. Yeah, he still bit. acts. Does he? Yeah. I thought yeah. it like ruined him. I don't know. Okay. No, that's Jake Lloyd. Jake Lloyd was ruined. <laughs> right. Yeah. Oh yeah, he was like in jail for a while. Or he something. was he's all recently up. committed, also. So. Oh, oh that's a shame. Yeah. yeah. Mm-hmm. Um. All right. I forgot what I made my movie about. Maybe okay. we can jam him in there. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. <laughs> we'll see what we can do. With these, there, with these other peeps? characters. Okay. If you if you have any characters that really hate sand, I think uh, he's yeah. perfect for that. Yeah. Or I maybe heard he gets we'll just everywhere. Yeah, we'll just do so the whole course, movie. Not like you, Seth. We'll just do the whole movie, and then we'll CGI the ghost of him in later, and everybody will be really pissed off about it. <laughs> Perfect. <That'll> yep, that <laughs> yeah. seems about right. <laughs> yeah. Ah, uh, fucking George. Too Lucas. bad, Sebastian um, Shaw fans. Too bad. <laughs> <laughs> All right. Um, I'm so. sorry, Sebastian Shaw fan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, there's only one. <laughs> like like a Jeep, there's only one. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, dear. All right, so we open up on Sam Neill entering his dental practice, because that's the obvious direction for this movie to go in. Oh, <laughs> oh mouth. mouth. Oh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. okay. No. Oh, did I ruin it, Zach? I'm sorry. <laughs> no, no. I, I Not did. this time. I, it's, it's, I'm putting it right out there, yeah. Yeah. Okay, um, good. <laughs> uh, we greet Frances Bay, uh, who makes some small talk about her grandchildren, because she's a grandmother, of course. Mm-hmm. Clearly. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. She's, she's like the receptionist or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, and she's going over the day's schedule. Um, usually business as usual. Uh, Sam is sort of a hardworking dentist, but somewhat bumbling. Like he's he's never been like as good as he thinks he could be, and like business mm-hmm. isn't amazing. Okay. Is um, he? Uh, quick question. Yeah. What kind of hat is he wearing? Oh, yeah. it's like the Jurassic Park one. Yeah, like a time. wide brimmed. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. He's got okay, like second question. special dental masks to fit in and around it. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Mm-hmm. I, I love this. Um, what <laughs> is he using his actual New Zealand accent? Yeah, it's true. It's that half in between thing where you're like, why didn't you just pick oh. American or New Zealand? And it's, it's a like, trans Pacific yeah. accent. Mm-hmm. Yes, <laughs> right. that thing yeah. that everybody knows is real. Great. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So we're just gonna be really weird about it right off the bat. Mm-hmm. Yeah, should be great. Mm-hmm. Um. So, uh, yeah, so he's not real great at his job. Um, he makes the effort, but like drops things or messes up procedures and then has to act like it's totally normal stuff while he scrambles to fix whatever horrible mouth damage he's done. Jesus. Um, okay. <laughs> yeah. It's not, not intended to be that dark, but now you I'm almost, reading it, it kind of sounds made dark. Christ. <laughs> you almost made Lee squirt Mai Tai out of his nose. Holy shit. <laughs> I got uh, some high proof rum in there too. It would have burned. <laughs> Oops, all nostrils. Um, <laughs> I'm in a fucking weird mood tonight. This is That's my be new really cereal. Fucking strange. <laughs> it's all nostrils. Uh, um, so he he's like forever longing for that natural skill that his colleagues seem to embody, but he can't just really like ever get to their level, despite all of yeah. his like genuine hard work. Mm-hmm. Um, so after all these establishing bits, we see Sam on a particularly long day, uh, struggling to get through the last patients. Um, Bernie oh, Casey oh, shows oh. up. Hayden Christensen can be one of his patients. Yeah. Oh, perfect. Yeah. 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 So just a, yeah. a bit role. That that seems. Fun. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Or the grandchild, maybe. I don't. Yeah. He's in a picture on the desk, but he has no speaking roles. <laughs> oh yeah, that's a good one. <laughs> Playing in sand next to two other ghosts. <laughs> it's really multiple deep cuts. Uh, one of those ghosts is really short and green. <laughs> kind of green looking. <laughs> One of them looks like Oscar uh, winner Alec Guinness. Yeah, I was going <laughs> to say, Sir Alec Guinness is playing in that sand pile. <laughs> oh, dear. Um, 
So Bernie Casey shows up at like 4.30 without an appointment uh, to inquire about uh, interest in his exclusive new line of dental tools. Okay. Sam, kind of flustered and at the long the end of this long day, waves him off um, as he's very exhausted. But Bernie promises that he will get exactly what Sam needs and that he'll be back. I, okay. Bernie Casey is somehow omniscient to Sam's predicament, I guess. I don't know. Um, so he persists. Is this a needful for... things. Is I was this... just gonna ask if yeah. it was very needful things. Yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. Well, I don't know what that is. Okay, never like, mind. Did I? Did I okay, <laughs> yeah, just keep going. We'll tell you at the end if it is or not. Yeah. Oh, okay. Fun. Um, <laughs> this would this be a first where we spoiled a thing that we didn't know we were spoiling? Yeah, it's possible. <laughs> so I didn't write this movie, but I somehow wrote an entirely separate movie that I'm unaware of. That's that'd be very odd. Um. <laughs> So he persists for some weeks, and Sam finally buys his, quote, starter kit just to get him to leave him alone. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. He, like, throws it on his desks and kind of forgets about it. Um, one day, Francis is tidying up and asks Sam what this kit is. He explains it's from Bernie Casey, that guy that wouldn't relent, uh, and tells her to put it in his office. Um, later that day, he sees it and opens it up out of curiosity. Um and realizes it's like a very standard set of tools. It's nothing special. That seems But boring. he puts them... Yeah, he, he puts them in the rotation of, like, all the stuff, and so they, they just get mixed in. Mm-hmm. Um, about Whoa, a week I later... they're cursed. <laughs> I mean, so... Mm. Uh, oh, these <laughs> tools feel very needful to me. <laughs> <laughs> I, I'm now feeling like I'm probably doing the thing. Yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs> this is a needful thing. <laughs> interesting, yeah. Um, so about a week later, nasty mouthed uh, Jurgen Pronchow oh. happens to be. In... <laughs> you oh, can he's just got a lumber out. pile in his mouth, and his name <laughs> in the movie is Doctor Lumberpile. Mm-hmm. Uh, so he he's in the chair for a particularly lengthy procedure, um, and as he's dwif- drifting off with the gas, Sam goes over to the tools and grabs the cheek spreader to begin the procedure. As soon as he I don't gets like that situated, word. <laughs> well, that's Jeez. the thing. Spreader's so funny. <laughs> I mean, there it is. That's your catchphrase now. We did I it. hate it. That should not be yeah. my catchphrase. I I told friend of the show Eva that uh, you know because we we record a few out that Seth's new catchphrase was gonna be. Seth. Oh, my asshole. And she just looked me dead in the eyes and said, he cannot do that. He cannot do that. <laughs> the fate of the world depends on it. Yeah. <laughs> Too powerful. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh, dear. So the cheek spreader comes Yep, yep. <laughs> yeah. He's got that cheek spreader in This is, in this is like Dolph truly Rundgren the crux Jr. of the entire movie is this one tool, the cheek spreader. Uh-oh. I'm not even kidding. <laughs> Holy shit. Um. All right. All right. <laughs> Um, all right, so as he's drifting off, he gets it in place, um, and as soon as he gets it situated, there's this big flash, and he's immediately standing inside Jurgen's mouth, having shrunk to fit in it, and there's an away, uh, array of very well-crafted tiny tools for him to use for the dental procedure. Um, so he's obviously very confused uh, and spends some time figuring out like mm-hmm. exactly what the hell's happening, um, but mm-hmm. he eventually sort of resigns to it and just starts cleaning away. Noticing that um, with this vantage and with these tiny tools, he's actually able to do a much better job. It's sort of like the mm-hmm. perfect situation. Sure. Um, so yeah, elated, he... <laughs> sure. Uh, elated, he swiftly takes care of uh, all the admittedly challenging issues with Jurgen's mouth. Um, the problem is, however, that once he's finished, he doesn't know how or even if there's a way to get back to normal like mm-hmm. back to size oh sure he's just kind of trapped there um so he tries to kind of climb out of the mouth and nothing happens uh, and he had further inspects all of the tools for like some reversal magic button or something uh-huh. um but there does not appear to be any um shit yeah <laughs> uh after a long enough time he finally just flashes again and he's sitting next to jurgen in his chair as he should be hmm. um like nothing ever happened and so he's again sort of very confused obviously but pleased that he's able to now like do a good job and be the dentist that he always dreamed of 
And not have been eaten by Jurgen Prancho. Right. So yeah. many things could have gone wrong. Yeah. And that they is didn't a consistent uh, recur- reoccurring nightmare for me, is being eaten <laughs> by Jurgen Prancho. But... Mm-hmm. So specific. Yeah, I know, right? It's, it's <laughs> weird that you, you just pulled that from my brain, I, yeah. Zach. I didn't, didn't mean Guy, to bring it up. I know it must be hard. Guys, but... I came up with a joke that we could fit into the movie. When, when Jurgen Prancho comes into the office, he say, what seems to be the problem? <laughs> das Tooth. Oh, that's fun. Okay. That's not that's the word crap, for tooth in German. Yeah, but it almost sounds like boot. Yeah, but yeah. that's not the word. <laughs> okay, fine. <laughs> it's not going to play in Germany. Yeah. <laughs> Germans are going to hate it. <laughs> yeah, the pun won't come across for them. Yeah. <laughs> that's the oh, problem dear. with your movie, is my pun won't come across. <laughs> wow. Perfect otherwise. <laughs> Uh, all right so um he slowly tests this magical tool set out over time um saving it mostly for the tougher cases as he's still not entirely sure like what the mechanism is like how it works for um, sure it seems evil uh, right it could very easily go wrong yeah Mm -hmm. um so he does notice that it seems like the amount of time it's giving him because again it just like flashes when it thinks it's done um, mm-hmm. is decreasing steadily, um, but he chalks <gasps> that up to the fact that he's actually getting better. And it I just, was going to ask, that was my guess, yeah. 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 And it just somehow knows that he needs less and less time because, again, his skills are increasing. Um, so this goes on for a while, and he's really uh, hitting a stride. Um, business seems to be up, and he's happy because, again, it's sort of the thing he always imagined for himself. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Um, okay, so, of course, uh, at this point, we start to see a turn. Um in the downtime, when he's not like at work doing stuff, he's very fatigued and moody. Uh, he seems to be somewhat irreparably changed each time he goes in, like it's degrading him uh, somehow. Yeah, um, does time move differently for him than the rest of the world? Like, right. Yeah. Oh, is that back to the other movie? <laughs> is that a thing that happened? No. No, no I was just <laughs> guessing because of oh. like magic or something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Sure, sure, yeah. But it's taking a toll on him, obviously. So um, we'll skip the 20 minutes of things slowly spiraling out of control. Um, sure. But eventually we climax uh, on him inside <laughs> Charlton Heston's mouth. <laughs> nice. We climax on him. <laughs> Blada. Yeah. Um, <laughs> you can climax right in Charlton Heston's mouth. <laughs> I, I, I gave Charlton in a very fitting end because as we know yeah. he is an enemy of the world uh-huh. <laughs> right uh, could so. he say something like let let your people go when he climaxes in his mouth <laughs> like, sure. yeah. that'll bring germany back on they fucking love uh <laughs> trout heston as moses yeah yeah um <laughs> let my people go <laughs> that's my charlton heston that was a good it's, it's not bad thank yeah. you yeah. <laughs> um so, yeah, uh, Charlton Heston comes in for something, um, and he's inside Charlton's mouth doing the usual bit, mm-hmm. uh, and then suddenly he sure snaps is. out of it, <laughs> doing, the, <laughs> doing the thing. Um, but suddenly he, he does the flash thing and snaps out of it, but this time it doesn't, like, morph him out of the body mouth space. I was so hoping this was going to yeah. happen. Oh, shit. Yeah. Nice. So it's, yeah. it's nice. like a werewolf head rip situation, and his head basically just explodes as Samuel oh, like, morphs yes. back to size. That is yes. exactly what should happen you, to Charlton Heston. You literally just got yourself two extra points. Yep. <laughs> Excellent. Sure did. Oh, dear. Um, yeah, so uh, he obviously panics and runs out of the clinic and fortuitously bumps into Bernie Casey as soon as he hits the street. Um, the obvious mm. conversation ensues. He's like, what have you done to me? And Bernie's saying some very cryptic shit about like greater power comes greater responsibility, that kind of thing. Um, and Sam runs right, maniacally. Ben, like, what the hell? Spider-Man yeah. movie? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, it's something like that. It just seemed appropriate. Mm. <laughs> um, and then we, we end the movie um, as Sam is running maniacally uh, down the street while Bernie's just waving at him, smiling. Cause Bernie's as he's just... covered in Heston skull heston bits yeah brain and blood yeah yeah um yeah so that's it um i had this alternate ending which i thought Mm -hmm. might be funny afterwards um where it was just a gas leak the whole time and he was (laughs) passing out on top of his patients and just dreaming this stuff was happening and then he'd wake up and thinking it was the thing (laughs) i really like that too actually yeah we can put that on the dvd release right yeah it'll be an after the credits thing yeah Mm -hmm. uh yeah so that's it it got kind of weird i don't know um, before we do the movie, really quick, Needful Things is... Oh, yeah. Is it Ray Bradbury? You know, I don't remember, but I feel like maybe. It's a, it's about a, a shop. Um, it's a short story that got turned into a movie about a mm. shop where the devil owns it and he sells cursed items to people. Oh, it's oh. a Stephen King. Stephen King 
Oh. Oh, that's fun. Okay. Hmm. Um, you know, I'm thinking of something wicked this way comes. Yeah. As Ray mm-hmm. Bradbury. Yeah. Uh, okay. Um, but, the, you know, there's a Rick and Morty episode that... It didn't um, even parody it. They literally called it out in the episode. Yeah, I mean, wow, they, they named the character Mr. Needful or some shit. So. And the shop was uh, called Needful Things, mm-hmm. but yeah, so. <laughs> shit. So yeah, you, you uh, it's funny. That actually dovetails pretty well into yep. into what the yeah. real movie is. Oh, yeah. okay. Um, Fun. Sure Fun. did. <laughs> uh, Seth, do you have that uh, one sentence? I sure do. Hell yeah. Okay, <laughs> so In the Mouth of Madness, 1994. Mm-hmm. Oh, I thought it was old. Weird. Okay. Yep. Um, well, I mean, 94, as, as it turns yeah. out, is quite old. Uh, uh, it's, yeah. it's older than we think. Yeah. <laughs> sure. Mm-hmm. I still yeah. think that anything after 2000 is recent. Turns out that's not true. Yeah, yeah right. Back in my employees day. that were born after 2000, for Christ's sake. Oof. Oh, God. Anyway, Thanks. so this movie, <laughs> In the Mouth of Madness... An insurance mm-hmm. investigator begins discovering that the impact of a horror writer's books ha- or that the impact a horror writer's <laughs> books have on his fans is more than inspirational. What the fuck? <laughs> that was Wait, wait, uh, let me do that again. Yeah. yeah, do you want to take that one again? Yeah. <laughs> An insurance investigator begins discovering that the impact a horror writer's books have on his fans is more than inspirational. That mm, still okay. doesn't make any goddamn uh, <laughs> Your face is like you just smelled the world's biggest fart. That's <laughs> <laughs> true. That's uh, true. So, Zach, yeah. before yeah. I get into a, a little bit of a deeper summary, yeah, uh-huh. mm-hmm. do you have any guesses as to who could have directed a movie like this? Oh, I mean, now we were just talking about Stephen King. It sounds like a Stephen King kind of thing. Yeah, but it's not like he directed, can direct. He's not a director. No, famously he did direct just a movie. Maximum Overdrive. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah. And yeah. he remembers zero of apparently because <laughs> <laughs> of all the cocaine. Because <laughs> of the cocaine. Mm-hmm. Cocaine. Yeah. <laughs> um, I mean, is it like Cronenberg? No, I would have known it if it was Cronenberg. Mm-hmm. Oh, it's that fucking guy that I always get. What's his name? <laughs> <laughs> Carpenter? John Carpenter? Yeah, it is a John Carpenter, Carpenter movie. movie. Oh, yeah. damn it, of course. <laughs> it is, I would argue, the last good John Carpenter theatrical release. Yeah. Oh. Mm-hmm. What were the bad ones that oh, are considered bad? A after litany. That? Um, I mean, no. I don't think I don't think we'll ever do any of the bad ones just so we don't have to deal with it. But like, um, <laughs> you don't want to keep this goof going? It's pretty fun. I don't know. There's well, like, there's like, plenty, like, dude. Don't worry. <laughs> yeah, right, right. Escape Escape from L.A. was after this movie. Oh, yeah, um, sure. Ghost Ghosts of Mars was one. Yeah. Oh. John Carpenter's Vampires was after this. Yeah, um, he he really didn't huh. make a lot of theatrical movies after this. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. He definitely is more into um, more into his music at this point. Yeah, uh, he's also like a thousand years old, isn't he? His birthday was like a week ago. Yeah, he's oh. late seventies, I believe. Okay, cool. yeah, something like that. I don't know. Um, Would you like to hear a longer summary? Yeah, def. It sounds fun. I mean that that one sentence is kind of intriguing. Uh, there. It has. It, it, we'll oh. talk about it. This okay. movie is. We'll a, it. It's very difficult to describe the plot because it's insane. Like oh, yeah. not right. not not insane in all, in the membrane. Yeah, no, that would not, be good. Not yeah. not like that. But um, <laughs> there's just like it's literally about insanity, right? So yeah, uh, sure. It's that it, makes it and tough. It, and as an audience member, you feel disoriented the whole time. Mm. It it is in, incredibly purposefully disorienting and it very much succeeds at that mm-hmm. um okay yeah so sam neil is an insurance investigator from somewhere like, between new zealand and america right yeah uh-huh. <laughs> well he he speaks mostly in a new zealand accent oh, yeah that's nice um, okay but he starts the movie sitting in an, like getting dragged into an insane asylum yeah. and kicking kicking the orderlies and the nuts and whatnot <laughs> and, and and bragging Good about fun. it mm-hmm. okay yeah. um, <laughs> Then he's getting interviewed by a, a psychiatrist. He's like, "What was so? Tell me, tell me your story, you know." And we start with him. We see him doing his insurance investigating thing, and then him and Bernie Casey go out uh, for lunch or whatever. And he tells them, "I've got a, another job that you should go on. It's for this publishing company because hmm. uh, their their big hotshot writer is missing." Yep. Okay. And while they're having their lunch, some guy with an axe smashes the window of the diner they're in. <laughs> Whoa. And 
asks him, do you read Sutter Kane? And he's like, what the fuck is happening? And that <laughs> yeah. guy gets... That guy gets killed anyway. So he does have two we, uh, irises. Oh, in fun. each oh, eye. Yeah. yeah. Ah, lizard kind of thing. Yep. Mm, yeah, I mean vaguely. I mean, some sort of alien. Yeah, thing, yeah. yeah. He has he has two irises in each eye, and yeah, it's clearly hmm. all fucked up in some manner. Mm-hmm. Okay. Uh, so he he goes now to to like the next thing is he's meeting this publisher, and it's Charlton Heston, and um, mm-hmm. Charlton Heston's like, yeah, Sutter Kane. Uh, he's our number one horror writer. He owes us a book, and he's missing, and we need you to find him. Oh. Because uh, we have to, like, prove... If we're gonna... We either need the book, or we need to get some proof that he's gone or something so we can collect insurance, because this is gonna be, like, the biggest book release of the 20th century. Oh, ever. Right, okay. Yeah, because they actually... They make a they make a specific point to, to say, like, you thought Stephen King was popular. This guy outsells Stephen King by, like... Oh. Yeah, like, four to one. Yeah. Um, Hmm. I guess Carpenter and Stephen King are like fairly well acquainted. Um, mm-hmm. Okay. So this there were there are a couple Stephen King yeah, jokes, there's and there's there's a lot of Stephen King references, mm-hmm. kind of in this uh, in this movie. So anyway, yeah, but not um, the Nazi from Iowa. <laughs> no, not Steve King. Mm-hmm. Oh, yeah, the horror writer from Maine, uh-huh. Stephen yeah. King. Yeah, got, uh-huh. it, got it. Yeah, Whew, that would really change things. Okay. Uh-huh. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so then we meet uh, Sutter Kane's editor, who uh, uh, I actually I don't know this. I'm not familiar with the actress who plays this character. Yeah, me neither. She is going to. She is the age appropriate semi love interest kind of sometimes. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, the actress's name wasn't is so disorienting. Yeah, the <laughs> actress's name is Julie Carmen, but she's mostly been television stuff, I think. But I'm not okay. really sure. Uh, so they're gonna go to try to find him and so sam neill starts reading all this guy's books and then he realizes that all the covers when you cut them up make a map mm-hmm. and oh. it points you to the location of his fictional town that he writes so you know stephen king writes about castle rock and yeah. Derry, maine of course yeah. Yeah. uh this guy writes about was it hobbs end is it called yeah hobbs end in new hampshire i believe in new hampshire <laughs> so like he he okay. cuts up all these book covers because he's like, Sutter Kane, Sutter Kane designed all the book covers himself. Oh, by oh okay. That's uh, <laughs> not, not the right accent. <laughs> oh, but I liked it so much. Oh, boy. Uh, I only know how to say Brit in, in New Zealand. <laughs> yeah, Brit. Of course. Yeah. Brit. Yeah. Just um, shorten, shorten that. Uh, or, yeah, turn it in. Raise up that E a little bit. Right. Oh. Uh, friend of the show. My name. Friend of the show, Seep. I mean, Seep. friend of people. Uh, who are on the show, uh, Asher. Apologies to you if you ever listen to what I just did. <laughs> she's so. not gonna, so um, don't worry. Yeah, yeah, she's not gonna, and she'll never come on, so it's fine. <laughs> um, anyway, so... <laughs> they are gonna go drive to this town. Mm-hmm. Uh, so Wait, on the way the town there, is fictional? Or the town is not fictional in this The one? town is apparently fictional, but she's like, I found it, we're gonna go. Mm-hmm. Okay. Um, <laughs> so on the way, all this crazy disorienting shit happens on the drive. Uh, it especially affects her... Mm. And they just arrive. Like, it's the middle of the night, and she's driving, and all kinds of crazy shit happens, and Sam Neill's asleep. And then the next thing you know, they're in the town, and it's the middle of the day. Yeah. They, like, run over a kid on his bike, but that kid turns Ah. out to be an old man, but then is not actually an old man, and gets up, and And then then is actually- gets up, and he's gone, and, like, yeah. Whoa. Okay. Yeah. (laughs) Disorienting. Mm -hmm. Um, It sounds it, yeah. (laughs) Mm Mm-hmm. So they arrive in town and they start finding all these landmarks that are in this guy's books, mm-hmm. uh, okay. including this crazy Byzantine Catholic style church with giant black domes on it. Mm-hmm. Whoa. Okay. Um, they also find this inn that's run by Francis Bay. Hey. Um, mm-hmm. Grandkids come to visit. Yep, yep. Grandma. <laughs> yeah. Introduces herself as as the name of a character from Sutter Kane's books. Oh, and, sure. Like that character in the books murders her husband and is like some kind of eldritch demon or something. Mm-hmm. Whoa. All right. Which ends up coming to fruition later. Yeah. Um, okay. yeah. In thing, about like 15 minutes. Yeah. That, yeah. That happens. Yeah. She has him like chained to her leg and shit. It's all. Whoa. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Mm-hmm. Um, but there's a there's a, a painting on the wall that keeps changing every time we see it, and it becomes more horrific every time. And that's one of the first oh. like 
clues that this town is is writing itself because like really what is uh, happening is the town is writing itself as they're there sure yeah mm-hmm. that makes sense um okay. and and what we learn a little while because we do end up going to the church and we we meet sutter kane he's in the church and oh. there's this door that is locked in the back that is apparently like a gateway to hell more or less sure yeah uh, um, it's a very moist door it is oh. a moist, pulsating door. It is oh. upsetting. Yeah, uh-huh. John, uh, why? When we first go to the church, we I think this is where we meet Hayden Christensen, right? Uh, isn't, maybe. Isn't he... I know he shows up He shows up at the end as like a, a kid riding a bike. Oh, he might be here, too. Yeah. Say, he would have been really young for this, right? Yeah, he was like he was like six or seven or some shit. This was his first movie. Okay. He's also... He didn't make the... the cast on the short imdb list <laughs> something no he's way down there yeah we didn't notice it until i was literally watching the credits uh-huh. and saw his name and then uh, cross-referenced it yeah yeah, yeah. that <laughs> happened weird. a bunch of this movie actually with a bunch of things mm-hmm. but uh, oh there's another person that we'll tell you about in just a few seconds uh, okay. um so <laughs> can't wait how about that when they they're when they first like interact with sutter kane and get all kinds of crazy shit out of him mm-hmm. uh they get interrupted by like an angry mob of talent folk at the church oh yeah Ooh. okay mm-hmm. who are like they want their kids back because their kids are being like oh. turned just, into demons by this guy's book they're just being and, uh, disappearing the, or some shit yeah yeah oh. and, the, and the ones that come back are like possessed for sure mm-hmm. um wow. and the leader of these townsfolk is vigo the carpathian yep. from ghostbusters oh, 2 yep. fun okay sure is wilhelm von humburg Yes. Yeah. Which wasn't his real name, no. but, but it's a great stage name. Yeah, that is nice. Yeah, there's actually a really great long read about his life um, from huh. a few years ago. I think it was on yeah, uh, Vice, Gawker. right? Oh, oh, it was Vice. I think it was Vice. Yeah, his real name is Norbert Gruppe. That is less cool. Yep. Yeah, I know, right? <laughs> Solidly less good. <laughs> uh, but if you, if anybody's interested in learning about Vigo, <laughs> check that he out. He had it's like a really sad. He had a oh. weird sad violent life um, yeah yeah it's a, but it's a Excellent. very good read if you can find the article if we'll probably find it at some point and then marielle put it up on the twitter <laughs> yeah you can find that <laughs> um <laughs> such dick you know, 200 we're gonna have assholes like, uh, in yeah, <laughs> entire. Uh, I feel like we've neglected mentioning that um, Jurgen Prunchow plays Sutter Kane. Oh yeah, yeah. Uh-huh. I, I, I just saw that. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I mean, um, he's got that kind of face. Yeah. So they leave this church, and you know, there's more crazy shit that happens in town. Um, Sam Neil is trying to get out of town, and there's a sequence where he continually gets in his car as there's like an angry mob on Main Street, mm-hmm. and like drives away and when he gets to the town limits he just is automatically transported back to the spot he started from in front oh. of this angry mob wow. uh, okay. until he finally it happens gets into like a car four crash. times yeah yeah oh. it's really disorienting yeah mm-hmm. it sounds unpleasant okay yeah <laughs> uh there's that scene with the contortionist that's really fucked up do you remember that one seth i don't remember a contortionist well, it can, they used a contortionist for this effect. Oh, um, yeah, where he's, like, in the car with the editor lady, and she just, like, her head spins around, and she starts walking around being like, let's fuck. Yeah, she's on... <laughs> oh, dear. Like, yeah, we heard, no, seriously. She's, she's crab walking oh. uh, with her head, like, basically spun completely upside down, um, okay. which they did practically. Mm-hmm. Um, fun. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Cool, cool. With a contortionist and a latex mask. Um, oh, okay. <laughs> we'll we'll talk about some of the effects yeah. as, uh, mm-hmm. after we're done here. Uh, Carpenter's always good with that, right? I think. It's yeah. Yeah. Part of his deal. Yeah. Yeah. Actually, it's kind of interesting. Anyway, yeah. um, so they get back into yeah. this church, and um, Sutter Kane is like, you know, it's uh, the apocalypse. I'm bringing it. Up. I finally realized, like, my works are going to bring it about. This is supposed to happen. Yep. Uh, I did it. Uh, it's on me. <laughs> sure. Yeah, and he's, he calls himself God. Yeah, he at this calls point. himself God. Yeah, mm. yeah. Okay. Um, Fun. And then the editor is like, "You, you have to get out of here." And he's like, "Come to Sam Neil." And he's like, "Well, mm. come with me." And she's like, "No, I finished the book already. I can't come with you because I know what happens." Oh, okay. Uh, and then they open up the the door that's supposed to be to hell, mm. and 
uh, Jurgen Prunchow is like, oh, yeah, um, you can go back to your world if you want, but this world is fucked. And then he <laughs> rips himself like a piece of paper. Yeah. Whoa. Mm-hmm. Neat. Yeah, okay. this is a really cool effect. Um, <laughs> and Fun. Sam Neill runs down a hallway. And if you've ever seen Hellraiser, when Julie is running away from mm-hmm. uh, Julia is running oh no not julia, yeah, julia. christy kirsty oh, when kirsty no. is running away from the engineer in the hospital uh, oh, okay. down the hell hallway yeah this yeah. is it's very reminiscent of this scene um hmm. okay. and he wakes up and he's just on a crossroads in new hampshire on the side of the highway and hayden christensen's riding a bike and he's like where am i kid <laughs> and he's like you're in this place <laughs> and it's like have you ever heard of hobbs end and he's like nah son i haven't um <laughs> So then he, yeah, he, he, he goes and he checks himself into a hotel and someone delivers the manuscript for this book. And he's like, no, I can't let this book go out into the world. Oh, that was, he destroys it. That was a thing. Um, the editor, like, uh, Jurgens like takes the editor and has her read the book. And as soon as she does, she just goes completely insane. And then a bunch of other crazy crap happens. So like (laughs) finishing the book makes you go insane. Uh, yeah okay and yeah. so uh sam neil is clearly like i cannot let this book be published and jurgen yeah. prunja is like hey y- you are the person who will get this book out to the masses and just mm. like that i've decided that it's you mm-hmm. like you're the one who's gonna do this yeah mm-hmm. so and he, he's in control of fate so like he can do yeah. whatever he mm-hmm. wants yeah yeah so he destroys the book and then he gets on a bus and goes back to New York, and there's a lot of weird trippy shit on the bus. Yep. Um, Natch. Mm-hmm. And then he ends up, the next thing we see is he's in Charlton Heston's office telling him this story, and Charlton Heston's like, but you delivered this book to me six months ago. Yeah, dude. Oh, and, like, you went, to, you went trying to find Jurgens uh, alone. Oh. And he's like dead. Like as far as anyone's concerned, oh. he's missing, de- presumed dead. Okay. Um, he's like, this book has been out for several weeks, <laughs> and he's like, you, how could you do that? It's going to drive people crazy. And Charles Heston goes, I sure hope so. The movie comes out in a month. <laughs> Fun. Um, okay. Which is actually in the trailer. It's a great. It's a oh. great line. Um, <laughs> That's so fitting. So then. Sam Neill like goes out in public and sees all these people lined up trying to buy the book, but there's all these riots going on at the same time. And Uh-oh. he sees a dude reading the book and he's got blood coming out of his eyes. He's like, Hey, you like Sutter Kane? He's like, Yeah, I do. And he's like, Okay, well, this isn't gonna surprise you. And he murders him with an axe. Yep. <laughs> oh shit. Okay. This guy also has uh, uh multiple irises. Yeah, uh-huh. there's another thing too, Seth, that I was when I was doing some research uh, on the bus when everything's getting trippy. Mm-hmm. Sutter Kane shows up on the bus while Sam Neill is presumably dreaming, and he's like talking to him. He goes, "Hey, did I ever tell you my favorite color is blue?" Oh yeah, and then mm-hmm. everything turns blue filtered. Oh. Apparently, everybody possessed has blue eyes. Interesting. Hmm. I, d- so I didn't, didn't notice necessarily that. have. Yeah. yeah, I didn't either. But apparently, they didn't necessarily have blue eyes beforehand. Hmm. Um, huh. Yeah. Cool. So then we get back to like the frame story where Sam mm-hmm. Neill is sitting in his padded cell with crosses drawn all over his walls and skin. Mm-hmm. Um, cool, cool. And he's like, so this is this is what happened. And the doctor's like, yeah, okay, whatever, dude. Uh, and then like <laughs> the, the doors open or something and he stumbles out into the real world. And like you hear on the radio that there's just mass hysteria and governments are falling apart. Oh, there's apart like the, the, he sleeps through the, so the, the like psychiatrist leaves and then he's in his cell for the night and he just hears horrifying sounds in the hallway And just, like, a lot of screaming and a lot of snarling and all sorts of stuff. And, like, his door gets, like, ripped off of its hinges, but nothing comes in to kill him. And then he wakes, then he comes out of his cell and, like, everything is destroyed. And Uh, and there's blood everywhere and there's pages of books everywhere. Mm, Go figure. And there's (laughs) radio, like, emergency broadcasting of, like, please stay inside. Like, the affected people are, like, out there murdering people, all this shit. Like. Um, and he stumbles into town and he goes to a movie theater and there's a movie poster for In the Mouth of Madness mm-hmm. uh, starring his character. I think his name, name is and, Trent. Yeah, I can't remember. Okay. Uh, directed by John Carpenter. Um, <laughs> okay. Yep. Fun. <laughs> and he goes in, he sits in the movie theater and he's uh, watching scenes from the movie. 
happen. Of, which was Wait, of the actual movie? Or yeah, of the movie we just watched. Yep. Oh, Jesus, uh, he cannot be stopped. And he's, <laughs> and he's laughing like maniacally, and then like the the scene keeps repeating of him yelling, "This is reality! This is reality!" Which happened earlier mm. in the movie. Oh, sure, and then yeah. he starts like weeping uncontrollably, and uh, movie ends. That's that's the movie. Wow. Yep. So the device is that like now it's like um. The graduate, or no, what the fucking, the ring, where like now the, they want the audience to realize you're watching the movie so that like you're putting yourself in his place, essentially. Is that? Yeah, kind of. I think, I think there's a big theme of like, you know, there's a, like a biblical theme of, of like the word was spoken so it became true. Mm-hmm. Sure. Yeah, yeah. there's and a there's lot a big of... theme running through this movie of uh, like it was written and people read it, yeah. so now it's real. Right. Yeah. Like, yeah, and that's uh, so there's a fun. there's a lot of world building happening during the movie. Yeah, like the movie is created by what happens in the movie. It's very disorienting. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and yeah. there's there's, sounds... a little, uh, there's a lot of Lovecraft sort of themes, despite Lovecraft that's... being a huge asshole and all sorts of <laughs> terrible and racist and all sorts of things. But huh, this this really reminded me of um, the King in Yellow. Which was not not a Lovecraft story, but it was Lovecraft adjacent, um, mm-hmm. and it's about like a play that makes people go crazy, and like just mm-hmm. reading the play or seeing the play makes you go crazy and try to spread the play. So it really, uh. it really had a lot of tones of that to me, where it was like yeah. literature is used to spread, or is to used to create reality, I guess. Mm-hmm. Or like there's there's a there's a very famous uh, old standard I think it's called Blue Sunday that the legend is when you listen to Blue Sunday you you kill yourself. Um, oh, yeah, Fun. like that's a <laughs> that's a real okay. that's another thing. Like it's 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 in this tradition of of yeah. you know art begets madness. Mm-hmm. And yeah, um, there's a lot cool. of H.P. Lovecraft things in this. Um, yeah. The monsters are supposed to be very Lovecraftian. Yeah. Um, all of Sutter Kane's books include, and the title of the movie itself are plays on Lovecraft titles. Right. Um, mm-hmm. So it's it's Lovecraft by way of Stephen King, but mostly Lovecraft. Yeah. <laughs> mm-hmm. Sure. <laughs> Complex. It mm-hmm. sounds fun. Like, yeah, I really like the idea, but I was feeling anxiety just listening to you guys describe the like, yeah. disorienting parts. It's like, the, that's I don't, how it I don't goes, think I want to fuck I with feel. that. No. <laughs> yeah. It's 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 not by i don't think it's by any means a great movie i don't think it's by any means like the best carpenter you know you guys know i've this is i've, I've gone out on a limb on this show john carpenter is my favorite director fuck yeah. everybody um so <laughs> so defensive uh, but it is <laughs> yeah it's a, it's a very like i think it's a good movie like i think yeah it's, I think it, it's... it is good old school horror except yeah. like yeah because it's so existential and like you don't see the monsters that much and the mm-hmm. effects are a little goofy there but um yeah, yeah do you want to talk about the effects a bit well we have the page ripping effect which you really liked um mm-hmm. and there's a problem in it apparently i was reading in the goofs there's a problem with the shadow work in that scene though mm-hmm. um they weren't able to digitally remove anyone's shadows so like jurgen prunchow rips himself apart like he like he's a piece of paper uh-huh. but his shadow is still there mm-hmm. sure um yeah <laughs> that's but, troubling yeah there's i mean i didn't notice but sure yeah. there's a lot of foam latex monsters but only oh, in yeah. this one scene mm-hmm. uh running down the hell hallway and they look a little goofy mm. <laughs> i mean this it's, is right before effects got like really plausible right? this like, is 94 so like yeah. You know this the effects is in Jurassic, yeah. with Jurassic yeah, I was Park. Gonna say, yeah. The Jurassic Park effects were good only insofar as they were almost entirely animatronic with augmentation right. of CG. Yeah, yeah. It's also a lot of the effects in Jurassic because I know everybody holds Jurassic Park up as like if Jurassic Park could do it in '94, why can't we do it now? Yeah. Jurassic Park, so many of the effects were in the background. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course, yeah. nothing was in which focus, which makes a big difference. Yeah. yeah, that helps a lot. Yeah. But I, I mean, horror often gets a pass, like with effects and kind of being goofy, as you mentioned. Like, it, well, yeah, you just I, go I like, yeah, oh, it's all part of the thing. Mm-hmm. Watching this movie, it really struck me that if this movie had been made ten years earlier mm-hmm. or twenty years later, yeah. the effects would be amazing. True. Sure. But yeah. just because of when it happened, <laughs> it was when they they had just enough rope to hang themselves in the mm-hmm. like midnight. Yeah, 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 more or less. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah, that's a good term for it. 
um there's a lot of fun like uh credits in the movie because like as you i think you sent me the screenshot of the credits sure did about yeah do you have that by any chance yeah sure do um yeah i didn't take very many screenshots of this movie um and i probably should have but (laughs) sounds like it was ripe for it yeah yep well this is the one i got it's in the uh chat or it should be soon cool there we are whoa it's text oh so much yeah so do you want to do you want to read that (laughs) for our (laughs) listeners yeah nah (laughs) the part that you the specific part that you pointed out well so this is the very end of the credits and they have like uh the normal like american humane society disclosure where they're like uh, no animals are harmed, um, that sort of thing. But then right after they say no animals were harmed in the making of this film, they say human interaction was monitored by the Interplanetary Psychiatric Association. The body count was high. The casualties are heavy. <laughs> Feels like a thing that the lawyers would not have been pleased about. But... Uh, probably not. Probably not. <laughs> Maybe they just snuck it in. Who knows? Well, one of the other fun things in the credits is uh, if if you look at the movie poster for In the Mouth of Madness that is in the movie, oh, right. um, <laughs> all of the actors listed on the poster are the character names of the people, the characters in the movie. Oh. But all of the crew people listed on the movie poster are the people who made the actual movie and they're fulfilling the roles they fulfilled. Whoa, okay. <laughs> in the actual yeah, like it's so detail oriented. And like with the, with the blue eyes and whatever, mm-hmm. like I I like mm-hmm. when somebody goes out of their way to like put Yeah, it's true. Neat Specifically stuff in for things that like most people would never notice. Right, yeah. That's very including fun. us who we both watched this movie and didn't <laughs> right. notice any no. of that shit. Yeah, like, exactly. That's pretty crazy. All right, uh, so one of the other weird things about this movie is the theme song. Um, yeah. yeah, we had Zach listen to this off Ooh. mic. Zach, tell us what you th- what you thought about this yep. theme. Mm-hmm. I mean, yeah, it's aggressive. My my first reaction was, this sounds exactly like uh, Enter Sandman by Metallica, which yep. apparently is what everyone was thinking. Yep. <laughs> yeah, it is so like early to mid '90s Metallica. Yeah. Like, I mean, and it it came out after that album, so like, <laughs> it's, yeah. I, I mean, big I, surprise, John Carpenter wrote it. Like, oh, well, of course, yeah. That's kind of a away from his usual movie score tendencies, I think. Right? It's a little yeah, less synth- less synthesizer. Yeah, uh-huh. right. It's a little less <laughs> yeah. synth than usual, but that's an interesting choice. Yeah, <laughs> it's fun, and it doesn't really fit the theme of the movie. As, no. But I mean, is that just another thing where he's just trying at to all. fuck with the audience, like just throw this at him? And who I don't. Knows? I don't. <laughs> oh, you mean like endless disorientation? Yeah, yeah. That is. You never know, right? That is the name of the game for this one. <laughs> yeah. Um. We'll. 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 We'll put a clip of uh, you don't really need to listen to the whole thing. We'll put a clip of the of the beginning as our outro for this episode, or, everybody, or so. just Google "Enter Sandman" and listen to that, and then you kind of yeah <laughs> <laughs> should be a good uh, just uh, www.metallicathablackalbum.tor.onion uh, because you can't. You can't get any Metallica without paying for it unless you're on that deep web. <laughs> real stingy, those fellas, yeah. <laughs> yeah, we don't want Lars to come up, uh, show up at our house and start serving tennis balls at us. Like. <laughs> Lars von Trier? <laughs> I know uh, too much about Metallica. Um, <laughs> what a strange thing. True fact. Uh, <laughs> Kirk Hammett, meanwhile, will be just taking, like design courses at ucla because he's a pretty chill dude he's like, not a bad dude yeah <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah oh man uh, okay what <laughs> seth do you have anything else before we get to uh, ratings i am not sure that i do i don't think anything else came out? it's a difficult movie to talk about uh, it turns out yeah it's just too insane i guess yeah it's yeah because the plot is definitely non-linear and right it's somehow both nonlinear and completely linear. Yeah, though. so it's very. <laughs> yeah. It's so like. I mean, I think that it's really good in that regard. Like, it's mm-hmm, it, the sure. fact that it is so self-referential and meta within itself, and that's the whole point. I like, and it also has a frame story that also isn't a frame story somehow. <laughs> mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. <laughs> it's it's worth a watch. I mean, yeah, okay, yeah, yeah. It's oh yeah, yeah. Do you uh, do you want to go first or should I go first? You should Seth? go first. Okay. Always. 
<laughs> All right. Uh, apparently, that's a thing that I never realized. But anyway, so. I very rarely go first. That's true. I see. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I'll start with the OG. Mm-hmm. Um, OG, I think is well. It's oh the IMDb not... for that. Um, oh yeah, yeah. Is yeah. like uh, it's a seven something. Let me see. It's pretty high. I think it's a yeah. seven point two with fifty two thousand votes. Genuinely pretty That's good. That's pretty solid. Yeah. That's pretty solid. Um, it made it made back almost exactly its budget. Mm-hmm. Uh, okay. It cost about eight million. It made back about eight point seven. Oh, yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So much in the in the John Carpenter tradition, and Seth and I talked about this a little bit. Mm-hmm. It's incredible that he got to keep yeah. making movies for as long <laughs> as he did. He made yeah. he constantly made movies that either didn't make any money or were purposefully like <laughs> antagonistic. So, yeah, yeah, antagonistic <laughs> towards to both the audience, audience and the or... studio and the actors and yeah. everyone yes. involved. <laughs> and I think, I mean, you guys know me. I think that that might paint a picture as to why I love John yeah, Carpenter's sure. movies so much. Seems but, a uh, little. Uh... <laughs> <laughs> oh, uh, uh, one other little bit of trivia. He considers this the third movie in his unofficial Apocalypse trilogy. Yeah, it's oh. true. Okay. Um, the first of which is The Thing, mm-hmm. uh, which sure. we've also, Zach has also done on the uh, show. Sure enough. <laughs> uh-huh. um, we're not going to mention the second one just in case we ever want to do it. Uh, <laughs> and it's 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 just an informal um, set of three movies that deal with the same subject mm-hmm. matter. Right. Yeah. And, in, and in, you know, in The Thing, it's it's something that could very well bring, a pa- bring a, about a type of apocalypse scenario but we were left not knowing yeah mm-hmm. sure yeah. um second movie redacted uh, <laughs> and in this one this is where it the, all happens the apocalypse uh, definitely occurs in this one and <laughs> yeah sure it, sounds it is like it. it is unambiguous it, <laughs> the apocalypse happens unless it didn't unless we're just crazy and we're watching a movie yeah. mm-hmm. okay, there you um, go <laughs> but you don't know so, so. Yeah. you don't know yeah uh so for the OG, for In the Mouth of Madness, mm-hmm. John Carpenter joint, um, <laughs> I we were talking about this. It is intentionally antagonistic. It is intentionally um, um, disorienting, and it works really, really well on that front. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it is. It is also something that I think is you should watch. I very much enjoyed it, but I also don't know that it's good. <laughs> um, for all the reasons I just mentioned, yeah. which actually are perfect considering the plotting of the movie. Oh, yeah. Like, yeah, yeah. It's the fact that it is not necessarily all that great <laughs> makes even more sense yeah, sure. than if it had been an amazing movie. <laughs> Some layers and layers, yeah. 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 So instead of giving it like a six, which is probably what I really feel like it it, it is, <laughs> like sure. it's a it's a six level of enjoyment. But because of all the ridiculous circuity and mm-hmm. and like yeah like disorientation and i i think i'm gonna give it a seven because mm-hmm. somehow it feeds into its own craziness yeah it, i agree in it's, quality it's fun. like I, I don't it's 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 so hard to talk about this movie like we we had nothing to say about this movie because <laughs> it's so hard to talk about and you just need to watch it mm-hmm. right sure um, yeah so i think this in the mouth of madness gets a seven okay um, zach oh shit um <laughs> I was enjoying your dental fairy tale, mm-hmm. you know. Uh-huh. Um, it's a very niche market. <laughs> and I got to be honest, I, and then like we guessed the needful things, which you didn't even guess uh, pretty early on. Uh, and, and, up, and, and throughout that point, I, w- I was like, yeah, it's like, you know, this is yeah, six. Fine. This, is, this is six. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. It's good. It's good. I like it. I don't hate it. Yeah. Um, and then <laughs> while you were telling this story, I'm like, oh, man. If if he grows back to normal size while he's still in someone's mouth, <laughs> uh-huh. and we get some good old fashioned body horror, yeah. mm-hmm. I will be so happy. And guess what? Sure enough. Guess what you did? Yeah. Uh, uh, and to you Heston. made my fucking you made my fucking day. <laughs> so I give you. I told you you got two extra points. You get that an eight. Mm-hmm. Whoa, shit! All right. Well, the math nope. checks nice. out. All right. Nice. <laughs> <laughs> Perfect. Sounds good. Numbers don't lie, <laughs> except when they do. Um. (laughs) All right. So for my ratings, I'll go for uh, Zach's uh, first, and um, yeah. No, I was pretty pleased with your your needful things movie. (laughs) 
more or less. Cool. Your your um what is it? Uh little shop of horrors slash needful things. <laughs> Oh mm-hmm. uh, I could I yeah okay yeah because yeah. of a dentist yeah yeah, yeah. Sure. I mean yeah. like it's not it's not quite <laughs> the same giggles. it's basically <laughs> the like dentists and horror go together so well um mm-hmm. that yeah certainly it, do it works so um hmm I will give you a seven okay that- yeah. Seems I think generous. It's a solid it was not seven. my favorite movie that I've made. It was kind of like. Eh, was, I think it would work. be enjoyable, and this is a genre that I don't usually dwell into. <laughs> Something's happening. Yeah, what the fuck happened <laughs> to Leo? Oh, I was scratching my balls and I squeezed <laughs> them too. Oh god! <laughs> I thought you were literally shitting yourself. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I think I might throw up. <laughs> <laughs> This is all staying in. What a yeah! Oh, absolutely! <laughs> what a oh, what a wonderful edit on this one either. <laughs> oh God! <laughs> oh, we just Zach gets a seven. We just really got to live in this moment. <laughs> just just soak it in. <laughs> wow! <laughs> the noises that are coming out. <laughs> Wowzers! Oh, oh Christ, that's very good. Tears yeah. to my eyes. <laughs> um. Oh God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> What you got for the OG there, Seth? Okay, well let's try to let's try to talk through the pain. Um, yeah. uh. <laughs> um, the OG, um, as as Lee the ball squeezer uh, so eloquently described, is you know, it is a movie that is super disorienting and super confusing for much of right. it. And I really liked that, actually. And mm-hmm. I really like the fact that the frame device is inconsistent and also maybe not a frame device. It reminds me <laughs> of... Um, I don't think either of you fellas have read this, but uh, The Savage, De- Savage Detectives by Roberto Bolaño. No, hmm. I keep thinking about doing it, but I know one passage from the book that pissed me off. Yeah, and I just there's haven't read a, it because of there's it. a bunch oh. of passages of that book that pissed me off. But also, I really <laughs> like the frame device, and I really like how it's uh, structured. Um, hmm. And this sort of reminded me of that, where like no one is reliable, nothing really makes sense, but it still forms a semi cohesive narrative. Okay. Ah, much like one of my favorite books, The Good Soldier by Ford Maddox Ford. I have, I'm unfamiliar. Well, it's the same. Well, deal. we'll talk about that <laughs> next time in the literary corner. Um, <laughs> I don't know. This, it's not a great movie, but it's also not, not, it's like a movie worth seeing and we cannot do it any justice by talking about it. And some <laughs> yeah, of the yeah. effects are cokey and stupid and some of the effects are really good and it's really hard to break it down like that i don't know mm-hmm. this gets like a it's and it's almost like the effects don't even matter <laughs> yeah that's true i don't know i feel like i'm watching you guys descent into this madness that we know you, you should <laughs> <laughs> like it's happening in real time yeah no i mean the whole audience should listen to and then watch this movie oh he's doing the thing <laughs> um i i don't even know how to rate this uh <laughs> Give it a give it a letter. Oh, <laughs> yeah, yeah, yep, yep. M for madness. Uh, there you go. <laughs> this is a uh, y equals mx plus b. Uh, <laughs> I have I have six point five. Okay, that's <laughs> yeah, right that there feels in the middle. Right. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, it feels very right. Yeah, yeah, it's hard. Seems good, hard one to. It's very hard, but it's definitely worth a watch. Like. If, it's, and, and if you have any interest in, like, a weird, disorienting movie, watch this mm. movie, because it's worth it. And strangely enough, I think 6.5, and, and in my, I think I gave it a 7 mm. in my case, mm-hmm. um, 6.57 I think is the correct rating, and yet I also think it's much better than the rating. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. It, it both is and isn't. Yeah, at the same time, and it's really yeah. hard to... <sighs> It's hard to reconcile. <laughs> no, I can't tell if you guys are doing this on purpose. Or no, not. no, this, <laughs> this is really, not a bit. This, this is, like, not, this a is bit. not a bit. Very much like, like you it's, planned it. Yeah. It's both. I really enjoyed this movie, and it's <laughs> not that good of a movie at the same time. Sure, and it's sure. 
also challenging and incredibly stupid all at once. Yeah, like, <laughs> right. That's the problem. Is like <laughs> I both was trying to figure out what what in the fuck was going on, and also was like, yeah. this is some hokey ass bullshit. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Sure. Uh, Very I, weird. This movie is a walking contradiction. Yeah. There you go. <laughs> yeah. Oh man, I th- and I think you should run, not walk, to, um, I don't know, Amazon Prime. Yeah. I guess you can't like go to Redbox <laughs> thanks, or anything. Gene <laughs> like it's from 1994. They don't even do that. Yeah, thanks, no. Gene Shallot. Like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> oh dear. Uh, well, what? Um, <laughs> I had a D and D character once named Gene Shallot. But it was spelled, it was spelled Incredible. differently, and he was a you, you, gnome you do barbarian. You're like one of my best friends. Right? Like, <laughs> yeah, yeah, no, it's true. <laughs> oh my god! Um, all right, well, next week we have an extremely exciting uh, movie. We will be having Cam, a guest, uh-huh, on, yep. and he is doing yep. Vampires Brand new. Kiss. Yep, my good Ooh. friend Cam. So, Ooh-hoo-hoo. if you don't know this movie, you are missing out. And if you oh, do, yeah. you are as excited as we are about this happening. <laughs> we don't. We don't usually. I don't think we usually tell our listener um much like sebastian shaw uh singular i don't think we tell our our listener that often that they should really go out and watch this movie oh before yeah, listening, yeah no, if they haven't should. already seen it but yes. in this case you should, yeah. you should you should do that you should yeah. because it is so hard to describe the plot of this movie this, you know we're gonna have two back-to-backs where we are just yeah dumbfounded for a description yeah, yeah I think it's true vampires kiss especially it sounds very stupid but then when you watch it like if someone was to describe it to you, it's you'd be both like, "That sounds even like worse and even better." <laughs> and it amazing is amazing at the same yeah, time. Yeah, it yeah, is, it is, it is paradoxical in that way. Yep. Um, <laughs> so yeah, that should yep, be good. Yeah, that's next week, and yeah, that, that, so that that should be a fun one. And 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 you know, until then, enter night, exit light, <laughs> take my hand. And stay tuned for a clip from the theme from In the Mouth of Madness by John Carpenter. (laughs) Really turned it around. (laughs) Woohoo!